providing you with health information and guests to elevate your health and life and help make your life better in 30 minutes or less. This is the Frontline Health Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Frontline Health, brought to you by CenturionLabs.com. I'm thrilled to have you here with us today. As we delve into today's discourse, it may feel a little like deja vu all over again. The ongoing battle against COVID and ivermectin are both back in the headlines. Now, before you consider moving on, allow me to share two reasons to stay tuned. Over the past four weeks, the trajectory of COVID patient hospitalizations has taken a concerning turn, witnessing a startling 14.3% surge within a week with nearly 10,000 patients finding themselves admitted due to COVID-related complications. While we may have distanced ourselves from the 40,000-plus weekly admissions witnessed in the past, the persistent growth demands our vigilance, particularly the southeastern region of the United States, which is experiencing a notable resurgence which makes today's topic all the more timely. Today's topic revolves around COVID treatments and a courtroom confrontation between a medical practitioner's ability to treat their patients as they see fit versus dictates from the FDA, specifically in regard to ivermectin. So stay tuned as we navigate the intersection of healthcare, science, and the law right here on Frontline Health. As you probably remember, during the height of COVID, there was a lot of controversy about ivermectin. Individuals were kicked off social media and considered crazy if they suggested treating COVID with ivermectin. The media bashed doctors and patients who used it. Many doctors and pharmacists wouldn't write or fill prescriptions for ivermectin, and those who did often found themselves fired or without a license to practice. You may even remember one of the most iconic posts on Twitter from the FDA. You are not a horse. You are not a cow. Seriously, y'all, stop it. Which linked to an FDA page advising against using ivermectin for COVID. This takes us to the central question. Can the FDA regulate how doctors use approved drugs, such as ivermectin, within the doctor-patient relationship? This is the basis for the lawsuit by three doctors, Paul Merrick, Mary Bowden, and Robert Apter. They were professionally disciplined and harmed by the FDA's statements and were terminated over efforts to prescribe ivermectin to their patients. Jared Kelson, who represents the doctors, argues that once the FDA approves a drug for sale, it doesn't have the authority to interfere with how that drug is prescribed. This is especially true when there are no safety issues with a drug like ivermectin, which has been used over 3.7 billion times in the last 30 years, clearly showing it's safe. The FDA violated well-established law that allows doctors to prescribe an FDA-approved drug as an off-label treatment. The FDA has never had the authority to provide medical advice and, in this case, overstepped its bounds. Interestingly, the FDA attorney did not disagree. That's right, they didn't disagree. 
The FDA's attorney agreed with the doctor's attorney in court when the doctor's attorney said, after the FDA approves the human drug for sale, does it then have the authority to interfere with how that drug is used within the doctor-patient relationship? The answer is no. The FDA's attorney, Ashley Honnold, said in court, the FDA explicitly recognizes that doctors do have the authority to prescribe ivermectin to treat COVID. Now, let me lift my jaw off the floor and repeat that. The FDA explicitly recognizes that doctors do have the authority to prescribe ivermectin to treat COVID. It seems absolutely crazy, but in court, the FDA actually admitted that a doctor has the authority to prescribe what they want for their patients, and yet for two years, they allowed doctors, pharmacies, and individuals to hang in the wind by implying ivermectin is not safe or effective and tantamount to malpractice if they prescribed it. The truth is there are more studies and better results of ivermectin against COVID than there are of the Pfizer antiviral Paxlovid product that the FDA approved for treating COVID, and it cost pennies on the dollar for the consumer. Instead, the FDA's attorneys argued in court that they were merely making recommendations when they posted about ivermectin and never said a doctor could not prescribe it. If hearing that does not anger you, this just might. Ashley Honnold, the FDA's attorney, said this in court. The courts can't hold agencies accountable when they provide false or misleading information. The FDA is politically accountable, just like all other agencies. How can the FDA avoid accountability while individuals could be canceled for sharing differing viewpoints or for even prescribing or filling a prescription during the pandemic. Imagine if the FDA had stayed out of medical decisions and allowed doctors to practice medicine freely. I wonder if the outcome of so many people might have just been a little bit different. So now that you know this information and may be sufficiently confused or angry, what can we learn from this as we go forward? First, as you know, one of our goals with Frontline Health is to encourage you to take ownership of your health. It should start with doing your own research about a health treatment or condition, and based on that research, talk with your health practitioner, and then make a decision you feel comfortable taking for your health. If your practitioner or pharmacy is not willing to discuss the information you bring to the table or their response is demeaning or they say they can't prescribe or dispense a product because of company policy or they share only information from the FDA and CDC and haven't spent time reading the studies themselves, then find another doctor or pharmacy. Healthcare practitioners do play a vital role in diagnosing and treating whatever condition you may have. But remember, your health is your ultimate responsibility. Never blindly accept anything concerning your health. Instead, take ownership by researching and making informed choices for your health today. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Frontline Health by CenturionLabs.com. We look forward to having you join us on our next episode. 
Thanks for joining us for this edition of the Frontline Health Podcast by Centurion, where our desire is to elevate your health and life. If you found benefit from this episode or know someone who could, please pass it along. We'd love to hear any feedback or questions you may have by emailing us at admin at centurionlabs.com. Until next time, remember, you are your best health advocate. So go take ownership of your health today.